Hey friend, welcome to a new week and the next in our Beat the Burnout series. And today we're talking about the number one reason why you are probably feeling overwhelmed, exhausted and anxious all the time. If you're the person who feels like you have a constant to-do list running through your mind and that your brain is so physically exhausted from remembering all of the things, then today's episode is definitely for you. Make sure you grab a pen and paper. There are some juicy nuggets coming your way. But my friend, if you are feeling like you're stuck or maybe you're feeling like you're running on autopilot or you're hugely overwhelmed by your to-do list, Or are you feeling unsure of the direction in which you should be heading right now? Or do you know what it is that you need to do, but you don't know how to do it? Like you know what you've got to do, but you don't know how you're going to fit it into your daily life. Have you tried everything you can think of right now and you're still struggling? And whatever your problem is right now, I am confident that a productivity power hour is going to be the answer for you. This is a simple one hour Zoom call to help you get unstuck from a problem. If you want to work through a specific problem with support, to get clear on your next step forward, or just need an objective ear to listen to you, to help you talk through your problem for an hour, then the Productivity Power Hour is definitely for you. What you're going to get is an hour of one-to-one time with me dedicated to helping you face whatever challenge is standing in your way to success. You're going to leave that hour feeling confident, clear and ready to take some action towards your goal. For the month of June, I am offering a special discount on the Productivity Power Hour. I want to help as many of you take back control to reduce the overwhelm and to really get clear on what it is you want to achieve and how you are going to achieve it. Now, the link to the Productivity Power Hour is in the show notes. I have got a limited number of spots for the month of June with a 20% discount. So if you feel that this is something that would really be beneficial to you right now, make sure you go and snag your spot. Now, don't worry if you're not listening to this during the month of June, or perhaps the spots have all gone, you can still grab a Productivity Power Hour and the link to that is also in the show notes. Right, my friend, let's dig in. Welcome to the Fit Productive Mum podcast. Are you fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy? Are you frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can stick with forever? Do you wish there was an easy way to work with your body to really transform your health from the inside out? Hey, I'm SJ and after 14 years of teaching, I took the leap into the entrepreneur space so I know how hard it can be to grow a business while still being a present mummy and that your needs come and last, leaving you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. In this podcast, I will give you the tools you need to reclaim your energy and time so you can finally love the life you're in. If you're ready to commit to making yourself a priority, then this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited to keep you accountable, be your coach, give you some tough love and laugh with you. Let's come together and make things happen. (laughs) 
let's be honest, like as a mum, it's really hard to remember all of the things that are going on. And let me tell you a quick story about what happened with me last week. So last week, it was a Friday, I was feeling really, really good and confident. I'd got Chloe dressed for school. She looked lovely. Her hair was in a really, really nice plait and she was really smart and her uniform looked amazing because I'd managed to remember that the photographer was coming in to take their end of year school photos. Now, I'm not saying like I don't brush my kids' teeth every day because I do, but I'd really, I was really proud, you know, like I'd ironed her uniform really nicely and her hair was in a really, really nice plant. And I thought, you know what, today I am smashing it. I am so proud of myself. I remembered the photographer. And then I drove her to school and I was so disappointed to find out that I had forgotten the soft toy that was meant to come into school with her for the teddy bear's tea party. So I went away, <laughs> like what an emotional roller coaster that was, feeling, yeah, you know, I'm smashing life, doing amazing, to I am the worst mummy ever because she's really sad because everybody else has their soft toys. So I had to go home and come back to school with a random soft toy for the teddy bear's tea party. And let's be honest, like I've only got one child. How you do it, my friend, with more than one, well, hats off to you. And I know like you're gonna hear from one of my friends, um, Jocelyn, um, shortly when we do some live coaching. And she is amazing because she has four children and, you know, juggling four different schools and, you know, four different classes, activities and all of the things must be incredibly challenging. And we go through some coaching with her in one of the productivity power hours. And you're going to hear that episode coming shortly. But ultimately, what I'm talking about today is like this number one reason why you're feeling so overwhelmed, so exhausted and anxious all the time. Because I think as mothers, I mean, I don't know about you, before I had Chloe, I look back to my life, maybe a little bit with rose tinted glasses, but I wanna go back and shake myself sometimes because I'm just like, oh my gosh, Sarah Jane, you had it so easy. Like the only person I had to think about was myself. Um, and you know, I had I had a, a dog, Molly, my little Molly, bless her, who's not with us anymore. She was with me, but I, all I had to worry about was, was me and Molly and making sure that I turned up for work and I fed her and walked her. Life was so much less complicated and I wasn't having to worry about everybody else's schedules and school trips and all of the things and life looks very different now and of course I feel incredibly blessed that I have such a beautiful family and I love my daughter but it's challenging and this podcast really is about opening up and having these conversations and trying to you know like make sense of what it is that we're feeling what it is that we're working through and I don't know but you might feel like I do that I literally have like a constant to-do list running through my head all the time. From the moment I open my eyes in the morning, my brain's like, right, okay, what have we got to do? Or maybe you're somebody who like lies in bed at night and you're lying there next to your husband and maybe you're like struggling to go to sleep because you're thinking about all of the things that you've got to do for the next day. You can feel like this sort of anxiety in your chest and it's hard to go to sleep. And you're secretly like cursing him (laughs) because he's sleeping like a baby next to you without a care in the world. 
is that you or is that just me? (laughs) Or maybe, well, I say maybe, it's really likely that you have come across this podcast because I'm talking about productivity and time management. And at some point, it's really likely that you've been Googling or putting those kind of words into some sort of like search engine or on Apple, iTunes or Spotify, whatever it is where you're listening to me. And you're, you're doing all of the searching for that because you feel like you're like a hot mess and everybody else looks like they've all got it together and you feel like you haven't. Well, first of all, I'm here to tell you that not everybody has it together. (laughs) Nobody does. Everyone's just kind of putting a face on it. And it's really important to remember in particular, and I know that I talk about this all the time. First of all, what other people want you to see is just that. People will just show you what they want you to see. And as a society, we're not very good at being vulnerable. We don't want to look like the odd one out. So we just kind of put a show on. And this is made worse and amplified like a million percent through social media. Like you think about like the people on social media that have these perfect homes and these perfect clothes. And, you know, we're all trying to be like Mrs. Hinch or whoever it is who's got this perfect you know, like minimalistic home and, you know, you look down at yours and your kids' toys are everywhere and everything's a mess and the school bags are and the school shoes are all over the floor. And it's so important to remember that what you're seeing on social media and often what you're seeing from the mums at the school gate is not real. Like nobody's really going to tell you that they're having a tough time. So it's important to remember that that struggle that you feel that you're having and nobody else is having is not the case. People are struggling all of the time. And I'm the person who's here to tell you that. And I'm here to be honest and upfront with you. Like, you know, we get stuff wrong. Like I'm a pretty organized, productive person. And I still forgot the teddy bear that had to go to the teddy's bears picnic. And I still felt like the worst mum ever. And it's really important to consider all of these things when we are giving ourselves a hard time because we feel like we're failing. And today's episode really is about this one key thing that probably differentiates us as mothers from men, our children's fathers. And you, I don't know if you've sort of ever read any like feminist works or anything like that. Now, I used to be, in my teaching days, I was a sociology teacher and a big part of the work that I did was teaching A-level sociology to um, like groups of children every year. And part of that course was talking about feminism and the domestic or division of labour. And we used to really dig into a lot of work that feminists and research that feminists had done around the domestic division of labour. As part of my degree as well, I also dug into the gender pay gap and the geographical like locations of the gender pay gap as well in the UK. And so this is quite an important topic to me. And it's not made it really something that kind of comes out a lot in social media or comes out, you know, on a day-to-day basis. 
And it's something that feminists have been talking about for years and years. And I was really excited in 2017. I don't know if you remember it, but there was a cartoon that came out called Emma. And it was published and it was talking about this concept called the female mental load. And I remember seeing this this cartoon and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like somebody has pulled that out of my head and that exactly is how I feel. And I'll put a link to the cartoon like in the show notes if you haven't seen it. But honestly, like it it had this massive reaction from so many women who were just like, oh my gosh, that is my life. Like that is real. This is what I'm experiencing all the time. And I don't know if you've seen this series over on Netflix. It's called Working Mums. And I've been watching that whilst I've been poorly <laughs> stuck in bed because we all had like, well, Covey and I had like stomach flu. I've been watching that series and just watching, you know, it's kind of got humour behind it. But there's an awful lot, you know, that is real in that programme that is kind of made to be sort of, you know, jokey and humorous, but it's real. And this is kind of the stuff that, you know, as women we go through, but we don't talk about. So what is the female mental load? Well, it's a concept that feminists have been talking about for a long time, as I've said. And it's about the idea that the load is all of the thinking, the planning, the organizing, the emotional work of keeping a family and a home running. And let's be honest, my friend, you are probably doing the majority of it. Like that's just the reality is that we live in, the society that we live in. Now, I'm not saying it's good or it's bad. For me personally, like I wanna see this shift. I wanna see a difference for my daughter. I don't want her to feel like I do when I have failed to remember her soft toy and her dad hasn't even got a clue that, he needs to remember that I really want to feel for her that when she if she chooses to get married and have a family that for her there is a bigger partnership going on for her within her relationship and that for her as a woman she doesn't feel like she has to take on all of this big responsibility now the work from this cartoon kind of continued and in 2019 just pre-covid um some people at harvard took this a step further and they broke it down, this mental load, they broke it down into four key areas. So the first area was about anticipating people's needs. The second one was identifying options. The third was making the decision. And then the fourth was the monitoring of that decision. Now, the easiest way to kind of put this into context is to think about when you are choosing a school for your child. And this is quite a recent thing that we went through with Chloe. So when it comes to this process, the first step is anticipating needs. So for us as women, we take on the majority of these four steps. And this is like the key mental load. So the anticipation of the need, you know that at some point your child is gonna be needing to go to school. So I don't know when you started thinking about this, but I know for me in the back of my mind as a teacher, it was something that was really, really key and really, really sort of in my mind. So you start to anticipate that need. 
And then you start making and looking at identifying the different options. So in this case, it's looking and doing the research, which is hugely time consuming, looking at the research of what schools are available. You know, perhaps it's also, okay, well, you know, like, where do we live? What are our options in terms of schools? What are our options in terms of finances? Looking at, you know, like the school reports, going to visit the schools and you know all of that research and all of those things and one of my friends she was sort of deciding whether or not to send her child to a fee-paying school and she created a spreadsheet of the costs and how much it was going to cost for every year of his his education as the costs went up and everything like that and then the third step is the deciding like the choosing now this is the point and you'll probably resonate with this where men do tend to be involved but often like was our situation was I would identify all of the different options and do the research and feed back to Tim and be like right okay this is what I found what do you think so for the majority of women and this Harvard study like proved this is that we would do the anticipation and the identifying and the men will then help us <laughs> to make a decision. And the final step is the monitoring of that option. So when we are thinking about it in terms of the school, it's really likely that you're the one that's doing the drop off and the pick up from school. So it's really likely that you're, you know, having conversations with the teacher, you're having conversations with other parents, you're talking to your child constantly about how they're doing, what their day is like and all of that sort of thing. And I've used the case of a school as an example, but if you think about any other kind of like processes that go on within your house on a day-to-day basis, this really, really is so, so true. And I'm sure it resonates with you massively. And I hear within the conversations within the community from you listening to me, the mums at the school gate, I hear women say all the time that they do it because he isn't good at it. And I completely call, well, I want to swear, but I'm not going to, on that. Because we need to stop making excuses because society is what has given us this like gender roles basically like society has given us of what we should and shouldn't do our husbands have been you know brought up in a certain way I think for us in our current situation like the way that um like our parents did things and the roles that our parents had in um, for us as as children that we saw you know we're still very much like women were the people at home like my mum did work but for in um, like Tim's family for example coming from a really really rural community where it was his dad who was out all the time on the farm and doing all of the things and his mum was at home all the time doing everything child related domestic labor cleaning cooking all of those things so it's important that we take into account the fact of where we've come from and what we've seen and what has been mimicked i think in in my home as a child there was more of a more of an equal division because my dad did work really long hours as as a policeman but my mum also had a job and there were times when my mum was working where my dad was looking after my sister and i 
you know, cooking us dinner, doing homework with us. And I really, you know, there was a real, like, I remember those times and I remember those moments and I remember being looked after by different parents. So, but I think, you know, really like that comes from where we've come from, from what we've seen, what we've seen replicated. And I think it's important to remember that what we're doing right now as parents is what our children are gonna see. And I don't know about you, but for me, as I said earlier in the program, I want my daughter to be in a situation where she doesn't have to take on the responsibility. And I would love to see her in a relationship where it is a more equal sharing of this mental load. Because the reality is, isn't it? This mental load is really stressful and it puts us under a lot of pressure. We put ourselves under a lot of pressure to meet certain standards. And the likelihood is that you are doing all of these things, but also trying to hold down a job at the same time. And I'm gonna dig into that in a second thing, but let's just go back to this idea of like within our relationships. And I think it's important to stop making excuses for other people for our husbands and I think it's a conversation that we need to have within our relationship and hopefully if you are married you've married a good man who cares about you this is a conversation that you can have with each other and I'm going to dig into you know like ways to overcome this mental load and things to talk to your partner about in the next episode but for now I just want to reflect on the fact that you know, what the Bible says about marriage in Genesis 2.24, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Now at no point in any way whatsoever does that say that the man is then getting another mother. It's like you coming together as one, as a team. And that is what this is about. Like you do not have to take on the full responsibility of all of this mental load. It should be a shared responsibility within your marriage, within your relationship. And as I've said too before, like society puts so much pressure on us as women to be perfect. Like to have these Instagram worthy, perfect houses, you know, like the mums at school, you know, like, let's be honest, you know, like how we present ourselves, the way that we turn up to school, people judge us for that. People judge whether or not you brushed your hair or whether or not you've got your makeup on and that kind of thing. And I know I found myself looking at other women thinking oh my gosh like how do you do that how do you make your hair look so perfect and have all of your makeup in place you know like at half past eight in the morning because that's not my reality and you know you can feel shame because you don't look like that or you can feel or you might be somebody who looks at other women and thinks oh gosh well she's barely got dressed this morning like that's not our job like that is not what she, we should be doing and it's not what society should be doing like that's the enemy putting pressure on us to be something that we're not to have this perfect home to have like you know the perfect outfit to do the school run that is just nonsense it doesn't come from God and it's really important to remember that because God knows who you are 
He sees you every single day at home doing your absolute best for your children. He sees you cooking them dinner. He sees you loving them. He sees you putting them to bed when they're poorly. He sees all of those things that you are doing to look after your children. And he knows how much this is. He knows that you are struggling and he's there. He's there to help you and he's there to support you. And I think it's to really, really key that you're not gonna get it right all the time and that's okay. Like God is totally okay with that. So I just wanna finish up before I get too emotional about this because I can feel my voice like going as I'm talking about this. Is I really want you to come away from this episode knowing that you're not alone. Like it's so easy to feel like you're struggling with all of these things on your own because you're really not. We all get it. Like we're all there doing the same things and what you're seeing from other people isn't always real. What you're seeing on Instagram is not real whatsoever, my friend. It really, really isn't. And just to sum up, just think about all of the things that you do. You know, let's go back to those things, that mental load, all of the planning and, you know, regulating people's emotions and all of the organizing of play dates and all of those things. And when you think about all of that put together, like it's no wonder that you feel stressed. It's no wonder that you feel anxious. It's no wonder that you're constantly searching for time management and productivity hacks. And, you know, and the fact that you're here listening to this podcast, trying to get better is amazing. And I want you to remember to give yourself some grace, to give yourself some understanding. And if you're doing all of these things at home, in the world of work, which I know many of you listening to me maybe have a job or you're juggling like your own business like I do or you have a side hustle, something like that. In the world of work, this mental load is unfortunately, the reality of this is that it is gonna have an impact on your work. And this is why more, you know we see this gender pay gap because if you're being overstretched at home, it means you're less likely to be firing on all cylinders when it comes to your work. So you might miss promotions. And if you do go and watch that series on Netflix, you know, there's a there's one of the characters where she's desperately trying to like juggle her career and her baby and she's put in some really difficult and challenging positions. And I've been there, you know, like I've had to, you know, you are as a mother sort of making these choices about, you know, what do you prioritize? What do you decide to put first when it comes to work and career? Because it's really difficult um, and your family because it's really difficult to juggle it all. And, you know, like nobody asks guys these questions like, are you going back to work after you've had a baby? You know, we have this huge responsibility, this huge mental load that is put on us. Now, I don't want to end up all doom and gloom. (laughs) I don't want to leave you like that, don't worry. Over the next episode, I'm going to be talking uh, all about ways that we can change this, things that we can do, action steps that you can take, conversations that you can have with the important people in the world, the outsourcing opportunities and things that you could do. And I also want to just remind you of the 
productivity power hour that I mentioned at the start of this episode because it really is a really great opportunity this month in June with the discount to just talk through some of this stuff with a coach, with me, because you're gonna get an hour of one-on-one time with me that is dedicated to helping you face any challenges, or like whatever challenge you have right now that is standing in your way to success. And you're gonna come away from that hour feeling confident, you're gonna have clarity on what it is that you need to do, and you're gonna know what action steps you're gonna need to take to hit that goal. So the Productivity Power Hour, the link is in the show notes. For the month of June, I have a specific number, a few slots left for the discount, If you're listening to this after or if all of those discounted slots have gone, then you can still grab the Productivity Power Hour with me. That other link is in the show notes as well. I know this is going to be valuable. I would love to work with you and help you to overcome some of the challenges that you are facing. I want you to know that you are not on your own through this process. I want to guide you, hold your hand. I want to be your friend. I want to be a listening ear to help you to get some clarity on where you are, what it is that you want to achieve and how you are going to do that. So grab one of those spots. I look forward to seeing you on a power hour and I look forward to connecting with you over in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.